2: This is the unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN
3: Radio. Giants Radio Network. Monday Night Football last night. Two games. The Giants upset the Packers 24-22. Tommy Cutlets leads the Giants oh, to a three-game Tommy
4: Cutlets, winning let's streak.
5: Go. He, was three-game, he
3: was great. Three-game, three-game winning streak.
0: One, three of it, three are you are happy about
3: that or not happy about that? Well, I'm not. I, I,
0: listen, it's <laughs> – I'm two minds about it, but I, I wanted the higher draft pick just because Daniel Jones represents the definition of average <laughs> for the foreseeable future at the position. And that's it's, an expensive and average. It's, and it's, <laughs> it is an expensive average. But it's hard to have sustained success in this league when you have an average quarterback that's injury-prone. And that's what we've seen from Daniel Jones through his first four years in the National Football League.
4: Are you – 100% sure Tommy Cutlets can't be the guy?
0: I don't think he's going to be the starter. He might have an opportunity to be a very nice bridge. And I think Tommy DeVito will be around long term. I'm serious about this. I believe that Tommy DeVito will be in the Giants organization longer than Daniel Jones will. But are you I sure just he do.
4: can't be the starting quarterback moving forward? I mean, he has shown some poise. He's certainly energized this team. It's resulting in wins. So he's, he's the Gi- So he's the Giants storm.
0: version of Brock Purdy? Maybe he is. I'm not, I'm not going to take it off the board, but the fact that Adam Schefter had to report that before Monday Night Football and uh, said the Giants are doing due diligence on this class of quarterbacks tells me that they don't have that conviction on Tommy Cutlets being the guy long term. So I'm just taking my cues from Brian Dayball and Joe Shane, yeah. but I do like what I've seen from Tommy DeVito. Think about this. Three-game winning streak, Daniel Jones, and being the quarterback that's been in this organization for five years now, he, he he's had, what, two stretches where he's won three straight games in his entire career? Three, two. So, I mean, Tommy DeVito was showing Giants fans something that we're not used to seeing from our quarterback play over the last half decade. So good on him for being able to pull that off. But long term, what it does for the organization and what it means for the draft pick, I don't feel great about that.
3: Let me paint the Tommy DeVito long term picture off of what you're saying. Here's what needs to happen for Tommy DeVito being a starter, not in his best interest. He needs to be a backup for the New York Giants for the next 10 years. He needs to then be the color analyst on the Giants broadcast after that. He needs to open an Italian restaurant five minutes from the stadium where they have Monday night radio shows talking about the Giants with Michelle's future kids, these future kids, and my kids as the hosts. That's what he needs to be a Giant for. For life. Being a starter does not allow this guy to be a giant for life. I'm telling you right now, this guy is in the best case situation. He needs to just be a part of this franchise for as long. He's Herb Williams with the Knicks. He's been a part <laughs> of the Knicks for a 100 years. Fit- Tommy DeVito is made to be with the Giants organization, as CeCe said. Not necessarily on the field as the starting quarterback.
0: Just saying. No, he made some great plays last night. I mean, the run that he had to set up the one-yard touchdown run for Saquon Barkley was phenomenal. That's off of the zone read. I mean, the run, I mean, the, the throw that he had to Isaiah Hodgins in the corner of the end zone in the red zone, that's a great play. And then the dime that he put on Wondell Robinson in the last two minutes of the game to set up the go-ahead points was another great play. The dude just makes plays. So what he lacks in physical abilities, he makes up for with the intangibles. And you're seeing everybody around him respond to that. Now, I think one of the unsung heroes for this three-game win streak that the Giants are on is defensive coordinator Wink Martindale. Yes. We got to start giving him a lot of love. This this marks four straight games where the Giants have won the turnover battle. Multiple takeaways. That has been the catalyst. Getting extra possessions in short fields for your backup quarterback goes a long ways to being able to find yourself on the right side of these types of games against playoff-worthy teams. So, Wink Martindale, I think he's got to be around long-term. He said as much. Now, we'll see what happens because we've gotten reports that him and Brian Dayball aren't seeing eye-to-eye. But whatever Brian Dayball has against Wink Martindale, he needs to figure that out. Because the reason that they're in this position right now and that this team did not absolutely collapse – is because of what the guys have done on the defensive side of the ball.
3: The flip side of this last night, bad loss for Green Bay. They're a young football team. They're going to have that hiccup. Last night was a bad hiccup. Jordan Love did not look good, specifically in the first half. They did take a lead late, but they blew their lead, obviously, when the Giants drove down at 22-21 Green Bay. And a a bad loss for the Green Bay Packers, 6-7 and on the year. Their schedule is in their favor. I oddly don't worry about them the rest of the season because I still think they are pacing towards a great place of potentially making the playoffs still, potentially finishing with a better record this year with Jordan Love than they did last year with Aaron Rodgers. So I still think Green Bay is heading in the right direction. The other game last night with Miami and Tennessee, CC, I know the thing that bugs you the most about this is Tua because we saw last night, and I'll be the first to admit – that I was wrong. I thought Tua was more valuable for this team than Tyreek Hill. Dead wrong on that. Tyreek Hill gets banged up last night. It was ugly offensively.
0: Yeah, I don't know that you ever said that. I thought I thought you said that you'll never take a, a position player over a quarterback. Yes. Just because of the value proposition with quarterback.
3: But I also left Tyreek Hill off the board for MVP. Which I still would, would leave a non-quarterback off the board. But on that team... We saw what was up last night. When he went out and he was banged up, they did not look very good.
0: No, he was out for 26 minutes. He went out, what, three minutes left in the first quarter, came back with six minutes left in the third, and during that span, Tua had a QBR of lower than 20. I think his QBR was 18. So it's not great, and that's the problem when it comes to how defenses play this Dolphins offense when number 10 is off the field. All of a sudden now, it's easier to double-team the speed that you have on the field when it comes to Jalen Waddell out wide and then Raheem Mostert, and it makes it easier to anticipate where is going with the football. So Tyreek Hill opens up that entire offense, not just in the passing game, but also in the running game, provides them with a lot more balance. And when he's not 100%, we see what this Dolphins offense is, which is not very good. Now, the other concern I have about Miami is the fact that they can't find a way to close out games. I mean, they got the ball back with less than three minutes to go, and they're up by six, and you can't find a way to salt that game away. You can't run the football when it matters. Your four-minute offense leads to a three and out. That can't happen. Like So when you can't run the ball when you absolutely have to, it makes it hard for me to trust that you can close out games against really good teams, let alone a team like the Tennessee Titans, who we know is going nowhere this season. So when you blow a 14-point lead with less than four minutes to go, how can I trust that you'll be able to hang on to a lead once we get to the postseason? You just can't. And that's the problem with this Dolphins team, and that's an indictment on the quarterback Tua.
4: Yeah, they're, they're in the no-trust zone for sure. They're definitely not in the trust tree. And moving forward, you're also concerned about the attrition you're seeing on the offensive line. They had three guys out last night. Connor Williams left in the first quarter because of an injury. And you're always concerned about protection for your quarterback and wear and tear on your quarterback, but especially with Tua and especially with Miami. So moving forward, that's certainly a storyline to keep an eye on.
3: We are on like here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Dr. Pepper, call online. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the ones fans deserve. Will in Colorado, listening on 104.3. What's up, Will? Hey, fellas. How are you all doing? What's going on, Will? Listen, I have an, listen, I have an opinion about the Otani thing. It, not only does it violate the actual spirit of what the MLB luxury tax is, the Padres offered Delson, or the Padres offered Aaron Judge, was it last year or two years ago? what his free agency was, they were going to offer him four hundred million dollars for over fourteen years, and MLB was ready to one hundred percent knock that deal down. Yeah, so this is where this whole thing is odd because the luxury tax thing, like they they're not looking. And Buster Olney's going to join us later in the show, ESPN Baseball Insider. I don't believe they're the they're going to count his salary as two million for luxury tax purposes. Okay, I believe that I saw that they're going to count it a little bit higher than that based on math that I, and tax rules and everything like that that I'm not smart enough to get into. Sure, but as long as they count it more than two. That's where I guess Smalls' argument that it should be illegal it would have more weight in, ter- in my opinion because it's like, okay, you're, you're skirting some of the rules and regulations around the luxury tax. But if they counted for more than two, which I think they are, what's the difference? then you're fine.
0: Yeah, I don't have a problem with this. I'm, I'm never going to put a cap on how much players can get paid, and I don't care that owners are willing or, or have to pay a, a putative luxury tax because they want to spend you know, you know, know, upwards of $350 million in payroll. I'm all about it. I mean, the biggest problem, as I see it, when it comes to payroll in the sport is the bottom feeder teams that don't want to spend over $100 million. Yeah. I mean, that that's the problem. We all know that these franchises are like gold bars. They're valuable. They're making a lot of money. Okay, and so for them not to go out and spend more than that, I think that's what's upsetting the competitive balance way more than these outlier teams that are spending, you know, north of 300 million dollars.
4: Yeah, and I guess that's why I have an issue with this is not because it's against the rules in any way. And it's Shohei Otani's right to defer this money. It's the Dodgers' right to have to worry about this bill at a later date because it's going to come due. But if they win World <laughs> Series, in the meantime, what do they care? They're going to be generating more money. They, they get their ultimate goal. They'll figure out the money part whenever they need to. That's not a problem. But – I guess, to me, it's just a little disheartening as a fan of baseball that this is all happening with the Dodgers, who are already a great team. And then you're adding a – I don't even want to call him a once-in-a-generation type player because he's so far beyond that. He's hes something that we've literally never seen before. And then you have the financial freedom to add more. It just feels – like a bummer that the rich are going to continue to get richer. But I will say this. It does give us a very interesting storyline to watch because if they don't get it done, if if you get Otani and then you have the financial flexibility to continue to add on top of Freeman and Betts and all the other great players that they have and you don't get it done, this is going to be like the Dallas Cowboys times 10. Like there is no excuse for the LA Dodgers to not win, not just one, but multiple world series championships during this window. It's
3: great. It's great for the sport. We need villains. Nate in Iowa, listening on the ESPN app. What's up, Nate? Hey, i good morning. I'd like to give a shout out to smalls. I'm a huge uh, Cardinals fan. So um, I'm feeling the the pain with uh, the whole Dodgers
6: pulling this move, but it's It's legal. Every July
3: of every year, we fill the Bobby Bonilla card out there and go sign on him for what he'd done in the past. So, I mean, we it's, it's happened before. Yes. Yes, and no. Though here's the thing: yes, and no. People bring this up about Bobby Bonilla was a player for the Mets, and in order to get rid of him, they deferred the money. That's the difference. This was to get someone, not to get rid of them. Normally, the deferral contracts you see are when you want to separate from somebody or move on. It's like, okay, well, we really don't want to pay you 20 million this year. Can we give you two million for each of the? Yeah, it's kind of like the
0: stretch provision in the NBA. Exactly 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, but this is different because, because Shohei Otani said this is how we're going to get this done. So it allows them to put a lot of other good players around him in the heart of his prime, but then also for him to maximize the value of this contract by not having to pay California state income tax. Would you have ever done this if they are? It's like, oh, absolutely, you would have. Do you know where I played? I played in New York for four years. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so they offer you that contract. They would have, You would have lowered it as far as they would go to absolutely, still get paid today. Absolutely.
0: So even though technically the facility in the stadium is in New Jersey, the fact that we did our training camps in the state of New York at the University of Albany meant that for the month that we were in training camp in Albany, I had to pay the prorated portion of my salary to New York State. Why wouldn't they just move training camp to Jersey? Great question, Ev. <laughs> That's a great freaking question. My tax account asks the same damn thing. <laughs> well, our next guest. That
4: feels like a bad decision mm. on their part. It's a, you-
0: it's a racket between the Giants and the state of New wow. York. Wow. It's a racket. <laughs>
4: wow. Our next guest
3: had a body part mentioned on the Manning cast last night. We will find out who and what next. It's on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio.
7: to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash unsportsmanlike. For the
0: ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: This is the unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Evan Canty and Michelle are unsportsmanlike.
5: Could you blindfold and just have your hands under and tell who it is?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I could yeah. for sure. I, I knew I knew Jeff Saturday's butt cheeks as well as anybody. So yeah, I mean I don't think you ever want to blind. You don't want to use blindfold and butt cheeks together very often. <laughs> but uh, stop saying yeah. the word butt cheeks. Yeah. It's bothering. Yeah. Me.
3: That is what happened last night on the Manning. (laughs)
6: That's how you crank it up this morning.
3: (laughs) All right, Jeff, Saturday, Peyton Manning said, blindfolded, hands on your tuchus, he would know your butt cheeks. If, If the reverse happens, we went through a lineup, quarterbacks, hands on your butt as a former center, would you be able to identify Peyton Manning's hands versus someone else's hands on your butt cheeks? For sure. For sure. Yeah, I would. I know, I know Manning. I know Manning's hands. Been there thirteen years. It's
6: a long time. It's a long time. And I'm awkward answering these questions right. Now. I don't like. I don't like. Where well, we're I, I
0: don't know how you can have an answer that wasn't awkward with the it, question exactly. that Evan just Evan asked you. Evan set me up
6: on Sportsman <laughs> yeah. like, a, You know, Tuesday morning, seven, yeah, we're going. Yeah, And great. you know, Manning loves that. He of course it, he does. That, that's why he of does. Of course it. he does. Because he, he, he gets does. you twice. Exactly. He gets you coming and he gets you going. Exactly. Yeah. And now exactly. I have to
0: transition that's from right. butt cheeks. I can ask a follow up you like. No, but since we're speaking about butt cheeks, that's the mindset. Dolphins in the final five minutes of that game on Monday Night Football. Preach that. I mean, that was absolutely awful. They got the ball back with less than three minutes to go. They went three and out, couldn't have run the ball when it matters. Now, Tua tried to downplay the importance of the loss. He said that the sky is not falling and season's not over. Curious from your perspective, was this a blip on the radar for the Dolphins or was this an ominous sign of things to come?
6: Uh, Well, it depends on Tyreek Hill. So, so you know, if you look at when they have struggled, it is all based around Tyreek Hill and and what teams have done to take him out of the game, um, you you know, limit his productivity. However, you want to frame it, Uh, the injury last night is scary because really in the last few weeks he's kind of gotten nicked up a lot, right? Whether it's missing a few plays or you know, kind of limping around, Um, but he is the catalyst that makes this offense go. And so I would tell you, I would be. I, I will be more concerned if this this injury becomes a nagging deal for Hill because um, now Hunt was out, their offensive lineman Armstead was out, like so they had they had some issues up front to begin with. The Dolphins mm-hmm. did. I this this to me will be if if the Dolphins don't get the one seed. I think the one seed for them is is vital, right? Not only the week off, but playing in Miami through the through the AFC play would be enormous, um, especially for the way their offense runs. This will be the game they look back. I don't care if you think the sky is falling or not. Not for playoffs, but for your productivity in the playoffs. I think this is a – this will be the circle game that you gave away. Like, you gave it away. Had no business – the Titans had no business beating you in this game. You know what I mean? And they, unfortunately, don't close the game out. They got to.
4: Off of that, Jeff, when you look at the AFC – and you look at the teams that we're considering to be Super Bowl contenders, how big of a gap is it between the Ravens and then the next team you'd put in that category? Not
6: very big. I mean, listen, And, and the Ravens fans have blasted me. Here's my issue with the Ravens. They've had one game, and that was this week, they've had one game where in the final couple minutes the game is tight that they've closed out. And that is, and they did a heck of a job against the Rank You know, hats off. Lamar Jackson played lights out like he has had an incredible season. This is not a slight on one player, and everybody feels like you're attacking. But as a team, they don't do a great job of closing games out, and that – Listen, in the playoffs, that's what it all comes down to. Everybody is so close. Games are going to get tight. It's going to be just like last night, right? Like you had you had two teams that had no business or shouldn't have been in games, but they play it till it's late, they find the final drive, it's five plays, it's whatever, and and the the Ravens for me, so although I have them, you know, as the highest ranked AFC team, it's not you know, whether they play Miami, listen, do you want to go, if if Kansas City catches and wins four in a row, that's who you want, their defense is legit, right? If that's who you're going to want to run into. Like, all of these teams, to me, could get hot, including Buffalo, that would tell you, wow, like, you know, n- there is no shoe-in on the AFC, in my opinion.
3: Hmm. Talk with Jeff Saturday, ESPN NFL analyst here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You'll see him on Get Up, 8 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Did the Titans have their franchise quarterback?
6: Oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, I'm I'm way early on saying that. I mean, it, listen, he's a tough kid. Like you see him playing tough last night. He's not going to play a long career in the NFL playing like that. Like like putting your shoulder down, trying to take on Zach and, and the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> next point, like you're he like did man, run a couple of guys over there. Yeah, yeah, which I'm all for, and you, yeah. you, and you can do that at 23, right? <laughs> like like at, at, at 28 and fight, you can't do that anymore, right. right? And so, um, yeah. I mean, I, listen, I, I love the kids, Moxie. I think I think he plays tough. I think he plays very similar to like what what Vrabel wants that team to look like. Um, that that type of that type of attitude, as far as like long term. I, th- I think you know you have a lot of football to play, man. And so he's uh, again. I mean he he found ways to win, but this team is this team had um, they got a, they got a lot of work to do for to, to be a continuous you know. AFC powerhouse in my opinion.
0: Jeff, did the game this past weekend in Arrowhead between the Bills and the Chiefs tell us more about Buffalo or Kansas City? Oh,
6: that's a great question.
0: Uh, you know what? I would
6: say tell me more about Buffalo. Like I like like Buffalo their back's against the wall, right? Like, they're out of the play. They lose. I think they're out of the playoffs. You know what I mean? And they go into KC. They play the way they do. They find a way to win, whether you love the call, hate the call, whatever all that nonsense is. At the end of the day, man, like Josh Allen found a way. This defense found a way. Um, and, and so I, I was actually – I thought that was a huge win for the Buffalo Bills. I think that cannot go uh, overstated how big a win this was because this, to me, would have – you know, it would have parked the the Bills' chance. So it was a big win for them.
0: Do the Bills have a chance? I, I know this is going to sound crazy. Do they have a chance at winning the AFC East?
6: No, no. I think Miami's got. No, I, th- I think Miami should should cruise to this thing. Um, I think the Bills have. You know, they got the Cowboys right this week. isn't that yep. right, they have the Cow- so, so they have some. They got a tough slate. Um, so, the uh, Dolphins, so the Dolphins, got, yeah, after absolutely. the Dolphins got
0: after the Jets. They play the Cowboys on the road against the Ravens, and then Buffalo Week 18.
6: Yeah, and so you so what? They're two games. Miami's two games ahead right now, but right? Buffalo,
0: so, Buffalo beat them head to head.
6: Right, so they so they got you know it's like a. I, I just don't think Miami loses that many games on the walkout. That, uh. That's my that's my issue with them. But listen, if the Bills get in the playoffs. Josh Allen scared, I don't care who you are. I mean that Josh Allen scares you. As as a, it don't matter. That, that dude has done some amazing things, and he will get any any team nervous if they make it in.
4: Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, they beat the Eagles this weekend. Back to back losses for the Eagles to two quality opponents in the Cowboys and the 49ers. But Jeff, do you have any concerns about this Eagles team?
6: I have concerns. I'm not in panic mode. I mean, here's my thing. I, I hear everybody saying, "Hey, this is a, you know." I heard. I think it was RC yesterday talking about this a two horse race. I, I disagree. Like, like if you want to say it was a one horse race, okay, I can see if everybody's like all in on San Fran. But San Fran lost three in a row, right? Like the Cowboys got, but like, like, like all these teams have some sort of flaw. And and for me. The Eagles are about to have a fairly favorable schedule, right? They got the Giants twice under the Giants won last night, but like they got the Giants twice. Like this team should be favored to win four in a row. You go into the playoffs winning four in a row and you kind of find a rhythm. They've beaten some really good teams, y'all. Like this is not a team who hasn't beaten anybody. They've played the best in the NFL, and other than San Fran, like really getting after them and then playing poor against the Cowboys. Like This team has beaten some good ones, and so I, I do not eliminate the I, – I think the Eagles have gotten away for who they are. They need to be a running – Football team, and that includes Jalen Hurts in the running game. Stop being, stop thinking that you have to be a, you know, a drop back. Let's throw that thing around. Let's let AJ Brown and, and, and Devontae Smith be our guy. Like, I think all that comes in spurts, but they got to be a physical team first that will help their defense who can't get off the field. There's a lot of things they're doing. They miss Shane Steichen, the head coach of the Colts. No doubt. They miss that dude. And, and two new coordinators is tough anyway, but they have the, they have the personnel. And the, and, and the mentality, they just got to put this thing together.
3: It's not often we can get somebody whose body part was discussed on the Manning cast in studio <laughs> like we had today with Jeff Saturday and his butt cheeks. You'll get to oh. see him more. Okay. 8 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. like Sportsmanlike. They yes, really do uh, on Get flag Up on with Greeny. Coming up, could the number one pick <laughs> in the NFL draft actually get traded again? We'll talk about that next. It's on Like on ESPN Radio.
1: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet?
3: We are on Sportsman Live, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. For more information, we're going to get to the Bears conversation in just a couple of minutes. Alone, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you, and joining us in studio, Dominic Foxworth. Who, I got to, this is what I have to tell you. CeCe comes in this morning, and I had not seen you yet, and he says, I think think we're going to have Dom on. I was like, really? No, you didn't. You weren't that excited.
0: You see me all the time. No, he wasn't. Though. I he didn't think it was you. Right. I thought it was, was you. the security guy. Oh. <laughs> he thought it was Bob <laughs> oh, DeSandro from the I got
3: so excited. Well, now, wait. I happen to love having you on. You've no, been no, on no, a couple no, of no. times and you've don't, been great. Don't
5: try to butter me up now. When I walked in this morning, I saw Michelle and I was like, you look great. And then I saw Chris. I was like, what's up, Chris? I can't, I'm can't. i so happy to see you. And then Chris said, you want to come on the show? And I just knew that Evan was going to show up in his finest does. But no, <laughs> you dress like a stepdad. And I don't, <laughs> and I don't appreciate that. Michelle came in here with a leather skirt. And snakeskin boots. I did, yeah. And you got on a half zip that I don't even got a zipper
0: They on. don't
3: got a
5: zipper. Oh, there's a zip. You hot in a zipper. This is I unacceptable.
3: Day after Manning cast, you're supposed to wear mm. the quarter zip. No, 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 no. Dominique no. Foxworth, would you like to interview Dom the security guy? Would that be interesting to you? Nah.
5: No? He's, I mean, what's the. You think that's going to be a good interview? You don't think so? He's the head of security. He's trained to not say anything. It's not going to be fun. And all I'm right. Well, and I would love to talk to him off air
0: about some of the stories with the players. That's a different story. That's a different story. Far more interesting. Wait, wait a second. You just
3: you just led me down a path for the two of you. Is there someone off air that would be more interesting to talk no. to? Part of a football team than a security person? <laughs> no. No?
5: No. There's nobody more interesting. They know all the stories. They know the secrets. They're normally ex-police officers, and sometimes they got a relationship where if something started bubble up i've been in a couple cities where stuff went down that never hit the papers and i will never talk about except for to chris canty off air but the police officers know about all of the dirt
0: yeah the best stories you need permission from other people to tell <laughs> yeah. those are oftentimes and the, the best head stories. Of security
3: has all of those the,
0: be- the head of security has got all of that dom looking at monday night football last night i know we'll get to the results for titans dolphins but Dirty play by Sean Murphy, button tackling Tyreek Hill, or are you okay with it? I mean,
5: I don't want anyone to get hurt. However, when you're playing football and it's as hard as it is for defenders – you tackle guys any way you can tackle them. It didn't strike me as a dirty tackle right there. I see how people say, well, he grabbed the back of his collar. Trust me, if I get my hands on Tyreek Hill, I'm not letting go. <laughs> I, I don't care where my hand ends up, and I'm not going to try to hurt him, but I'm going to grab and hold on as tight as possible. The funny thing is like the horse collar thing is relatively new, and I guess Sean Murphy Bunting's a, a younger guy, so maybe it's not new to him, but I can't imagine if I was playing, then all of a sudden it's like, you can't tackle this way. So I'm going to tackle this way by holding life in the heat of the moment I'm not that uh, calm or sophisticated a football player to be thinking through these sorts of things no I'm small I'm gonna get your big ass on the ground (laughs) by any means necessary and if it it comes with 15 yards it comes with 15 yards but I'm not gonna let you out of my hands Tyreek Hill yeah nah Mm -mm.
4: Um, well speaking of Tyreek Hill we realize we know his value to the Dolphins but when he's not on the field it's very blatant how important he is to this team when you look at the Dolphins moving forward, do you really consider them to be a Super Bowl contender or a team that can be disruptive in the playoffs?
5: The way the AFC looks, then, it's hard to say that they're out. As It was an ugly loss last night, but everyone has those throughout the season. As long as Tyreek Hill is healthy, they can score. Mm-hmm. I would assume they can score with anybody. They can challenge just about anybody. And their defense wasn't great last night, but we know they have the capability of being really good. So, yeah, I think they could find themselves in the Super Bowl. I wouldn't bet on them over the field, but there's nobody in the AFC. The Ravens, I think, are probably the best team in the AFC, but they find a way last year to the Dolphins. They find a way to make these games that aren't supposed to be close a little close at the end, and they did it again last weekend. Dominique Foxworth
3: joining us. Of course, you got his show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. ESPN's YouTube page. He'll be a part of Get Up and First Take, 8 a.m., 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Here on Unsportsmanlike Like on ESPN Radio. The most interesting part of Tommy DeVito: his play, his family, or his agent? His agent.
5: I mean, is it, that's that. I was laughing this morning with Jeff Saturday because I was thinking Jeff's from Georgia. He's and he's very Georgia. If you spend any time with Jeff, he is so he is he is so Georgia. And I was like, "Hey, Jeff, if I asked you or some of your friends you grew up with to draw a picture of an Italian guy from New Jersey, would it look exactly like Tommy DeVito's agent?" And he was like, "Yes." And that's just the the hilarity of being the exact stereotype. Is I mean, I don't know. That's the best part of it. It. Does he dress like that normally or is he playing a character? No, captain? they're all playing the character. It's, it's yeah. I don't want to say 15 minutes of fame because that's insulting to
3: Tommy DeVito, but they are more he is yeah. more famous now than maybe he ever will be. So I think his entire crew around him is leaning into it. Why not? <laughs> they're great performers. I I, I can
0: I tell mean, you. the dad and the agent kissing in the stands. <laughs> the fact that he's an NFL player <laughs> is still staying at his parents' house, though. Uh, he's still staying he's at the his mama's house. Uh, the uh, are is is it at a point now where
3: he can't move out, i.e. Anthony Davis can't shave the brow, James yeah. Harden can't shave the beard,
0: Tommy DeVito lives there forever now? No, no. I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm the of quarterback it. of the New York Giants.
5: I need my own space. <laughs> I will pass this little bit of advice on to, to young Tommy. He's not going to be the quarterback of a football team, the starting quarterback football team for very long. There are some benefits that come with being (laughs) the starting quarterback of a football team that are harder to cash in on in your mama's house.
0: So if you got to get you a little apartment,
5: you got to rent it, you got to go into debt. I'm telling you, brother, 10 years from now, when you are no longer the quarterback, you are going to wish that you had access to those
0: Benefits. You know,
4: something tells me Tommy well DeVito, he knows
0: a guy. He knows, he a, knows guy, a guy. He knows a guy that can get guy. Him an apartment. It, it might be his agent. His agent strikes me as the one that's I got, got a, a guy. got a guy that's got an apartment. But, Dom, um, we got the report before oh the Monday night game from Adam Schefter that the New York Giants are going to do their due diligence on this class of quarterbacks coming out in 2024. Should the Giants be looking into drafting a quarterback high next year or should – they continue to stay the course with what we've seen from Daniel Jones and now this year with Tommy DeVito? You know the answer.
5: You ask me questions, you know the answer. No, I'm
0: asking the question because I don't know how to feel about the three-game winning streak that they're having. Because in my eye, the the wins feel like losses right now because the draft pick is getting lower and lower. So you tell me that I'm wrong.
5: Yeah, I mean, I would never advocate for losing on purpose or tanking. Like I think the culture of the organization matters too much. So they should be fighting to win, but – best case scenario is they end up with one of those quarterbacks because i think we all know by the contract that they offered to Daniel Jones they suggest to us that they didn't think he was a long term answer and Tommy DeVito maybe he's going to turn into something but it's so rare that you get a Brock Purdy late in the draft like it's just it's it's hard to bank on it they're seeing him every day in practice maybe they see something that i don't see but chances are you're better off if you can get the top of that draft getting one of those guys but Nobody succeeds in the NFL without a supporting cast. So if they haven't built that up, which they haven't really built up a great team around any of these quarterbacks up until this point. So they're in a tough situation, but it at least seems like they're fighting. And Brian Dayball, while he was had a rough start to the season, they've found a way to... They got a head coach. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they found a way to have something to believe in and something to build on.
4: A, a lot of that could be said about the Chicago Bears. We Ooh, kind of left them yeah. for dead, and they're showing signs of life. A big win this weekend over the Detroit Lions. One of them, neither of them, or both of them are part of the Bears' future. Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields. Neither. Neither. Yeah,
5: I don't think so. I think, again, what Eva Faloos has done in the last couple of weeks, the defense <laughs> excuse me, in Justin Fields is encouraging. But I, I see them bringing in a new quarterback and probably trying to find an offensive-minded head coach to pair with him. I think that's probably the direction that they go. And Justin Fields is doing nothing. They're in a situation where they're going to have the number one overall pick no matter what because it's going to be the Panthers pick. And Justin Fields is increasing his value it, which is good for this team. I don't think that they stick with Everfluce given what they've done so far. The defense hasn't been great and he's the defensive mind to hit coach.
3: Talking with fashion expert, real estate agent, uh, and former player, uh, Dominique Foxworth here on I would buy video. a
5: house for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you did. Um,
3: as somebody that ran the Players Association in the NFL for a while, how do you view what's going on with Otani in baseball? Does it affect other players positively or negatively?
5: I mean, anytime you get big numbers out there, it makes everybody feel good at that benchmark. The, um, the deferred money thing, like, I think that's a tough situation. When the money gets that big, I, I think finding new ways, innovative ways— to be comfortable with paying these contracts, I think, is good for the players. Anytime you can find some other way to get access to this money, because I think what the Dodgers are saying is, we don't got it right now, but we're good for it. <laughs> and, I mean, I think that's fine. As long as the players are comfortable with it, it's a new alternative for them to get up into the $700, <laughs> 700 million. That's a, whole 700, seven. that's a whole lot of money. <laughs> I can't that's even say it with a straight face. I'm, a, I'm so happy for him. I don't
0: know him. I never met him, but but anytime people get paid, oh, I just get so excited. Yeah, Cousin Doc is in line for a contract. Ooh, not like Otani, pay. but something like, he's going to get some money. Now, I mean, might not be seventy, It could be $60 million a year. But, Don, <sighs> before we let you get out of here, what happened at the end of the Chiefs-Bills game, oh, yeah. the, the play, obviously Kadarius Tony being offside. Pat Mahomes had a lot of say about it. Where do you fall in terms of what happened, the call, yeah. and, and the fallout from it? You broke the rules. It's hard for you to then be upset about it. But I thought what Orlovsky did the other
5: day and found um, yesterday, he found all the plays where Tony was offside throughout the course of the game. It's an interesting spot to be in because you're saying, no, I broke the rules all game. So why <laughs> stop now? So it's a, it's a weird argument to make, but I do understand the position in that as a defensive back, at a certain point throughout the first half, first quarter of the game, we get an understanding of how much we're going to get away with today. And it'd be very weird for them to let us get away with it here. Let us get away with a little extra grabbing and then all of us – and not say anything to us because right. what ends up happening is they'll let us get away with some stuff in the first quarter, but the refs will come over and say, hey, you're getting a little handsy. I'm going to have to call it. Mm. And then I know to chill out. So for them not to do that for Kadarius Tony, like it sucks. But if you're – I can say that, but you can't say it after the Chiefs. Because it's weird to be like, hey, but you let me steal all yeah. these times. Why didn't you let me steal this last time? Like, It's, it's a tough place to make the, the argument, but I certainly understand that the rules change. You think about it for like the play clock, where you're like, all right, they let them get to zero a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It would be really odd for them to let them get to zero, let them get to zero, and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter on the final drive, the most important drive of the game, they're like, oh, this time we're going to throw it. It's yeah. uncomfortable, but... You're breaking the rules. You're breaking the rules. You're a thousand percent right. It is weird. <laughs> the defense is yeah. I was offsides all game. Yeah. 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 That's the defense. Dominic Foxworth's
3: amazing. You'll see him on Get Up. I'm at gonna 8 take you Eastern. shopping.
5: I'm gonna take you shopping.
3: Well, today's what? a you don't bad day. for me. play. Nah, it's awful. <laughs> today
5: it's like call- don't call me Evan. Call me Dad. Okay. Nah, I'm not. With well, I think I that's mean-
0: from the Kirk Cousins collection. <laughs> 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 Am I not normally? Co- I feel like normally I'm a
5: fashion icon. Nah, I guess today's I not today. Just- I just decided I wanted to roast you. Mm.
0: That's all. That's okay. Coming
3: up, we will. I'm over it, like what Dom is with my outfit. But first cc has this uh, for vivid seats Putty so uh, yes. season forever now that's
0: it i'm done bowl <laughs> season basketball hockey and pro football are all in action and vivid seats has it all for you and all your ticket gifting needs this holiday season see every one-timer every touchdown every dunk live and in person with great deals on great seats plus with vivid seats rewards you earn rewards with every purchase they're here for us fans offering unbeatable rewards like surprise seat upgrades free tickets annual birthday discounts and more Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN.
3: ESPN Two. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, with you each and every day. Our producer Pat Costello gives us things that annoy him, that bother him, that he's over. Pat, what are you over today,
6: Michelle? I think this one might speak to you a little bit, and maybe you can help me out here. But the fact that headboards are such an important thing to people blows me away. I don't get what they're for. Is it just for decoration? They're such a waste of money. I can use that money for so many better things. Like this headboard, there's a headboard drama going on on the internet and I cannot understand it. Hold what on. are we talking What's about? What's a
4: headboard <laughs> drama happening on the internet? It's you like you got a fill bed? Me in. Yeah, what? a headboard on a bed. It's
6: basically like if if dudes don't have headboards then, you know, it's a big red flag. Yeah, and I, my I can't wife get said why don't kind of It is yeah. kind of it is. It is? Yeah. Please speak on that. It mouth. just
4: feels like you're really not a grown-up if you don't have a proper bed it feels like you're still in the college mode where you're like oh i have a mattress and a blanket and i eat ramen for dinner well you know, in Pat's it's just case, a sign of maturity that yeah. you have the, the full that bed is set
0: pat. that is pat like we know that's pat <laughs> like he's got action figures in the middle of his living room but
3: i i didn't know where pat was going on this but now i understand it a little bit more because i was th- thinking about this as you guys were talking my daughter we just got a, a different bed for her she's seven and I'm like, all right, cool. And my wife's like, what do you mean, cool? There's another part of it. I said, what other part? Because we have to have the headboard in yeah. there, and you got to bring that in. I'm like, really? Like, there's a wall there. She, like, she needs a headboard. I guess that's a thing. I do understand it though from a guy's perspective, because if you're a single guy, you want to give off the vibe, regardless of, of who you're interested in. Of I'm put together. My apartment or house is nice. I care about that. <laughs> you do want to give off that vibe, whether it's true or not.
0: Yeah, I didn't have a headboard in college. I, I'm safe to say I had one once I got to the NFL. I don't think much changed in terms of my maturity, so I'll just leave it at that.
4: Yeah, but if you don't have a headboard, your head can hit the wall. At least it's a protective barrier. The wall? You, a what, self-protective what barrier. Okay. I
3: don't know what's going on over there, but all right, we got
0: pillows. I, th- I think you do know what's going on. <laughs> I think you do understand. It's not—it's not that complicated, man. I know, but it's I not that complicated. Coming from Smalls, hey now, all right? Well, I'm
4: not even wow, I'm not even wow. I'm just wow, I'm just saying, you prop your pillow up against the wall. That's yeah. Just what's d- wrong with that? No, 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 no. no. You need I, there's a. There's no
3: way I had a headboard in college. No chance. So Let me
4: you're just,
0: just turning around and walking right out.
4: Self-reporting. <laughs> I do not have a headboard. <laughs> you,
6: don't, you
3: don't currently? I do not have a headboard.
6: I have you a, have a do. great apartment. My apartment looks fantastic right now, decorated and stuff. Don't have a headboard.
3: Unnecessary. Yeah, but the indication that I think that everybody's giving you is you think you have a great apartment because of your assessment. Is there another person that has ever assessed that
0: apartment?
2: Uh, not outside of my family. You know what no. I think
0: I will say this. Another thing that I think is weird, some people will have the headboard that's fastened to the wall but not the bed. I don't understand is that why the bed moves, but the yeah, headboard yeah, doesn't exactly. Yeah, Exactly. That oh, doesn't that's really make sense. That's weird too. I've seen like I've I don't want to feel like I'm out on an island with this one, but I've seen people have headboards that are fastened to the wall, but it's not connected to the bed. And so I'm like, what's the point of having this?
4: Yeah, that's bizarre. I, where are you guys at on, like, the footboard? Because sometimes no, an entire no, I can't. bed,
0: I'm too, it's a headboard no, to and a too. I'm too tall to have that footboard. I need to be able to have my legs dangling, man. I'm too tall to have a footboard. I'll give you I, one can't, do I can't do end, that. End of the bed? <laughs> I can't do that. It happens in hotels?
3: Stop tucking in the end of the bed so tight.
0: Oh, man. It is the most annoying thing in the world. That is a civil war in the Canty household because my wife insists. On tucking in the sheets and the comforter at the end of the bed
4: aesthetically, what you need to do. I can't sleep like that. I can't
0: sleep like that, small. It disrupts my sleep. I feel like I'm in a damn straitjacket.
4: Well, you don't have to sleep like that. You can undo it. No, but she wants.
0: But she wants to sleep like that. She wants us to to fall asleep like that with the comforter and the sheet tucked in at the end. Yeah, exactly. She wants wants me to be swaddled, and I'm a grown damn man. That's terrible. No, I hate it. I agree. I hate it. I
4: like it. It tucked in on the bottom. I like my waist blanket i'm with mel i want to i want to be in a little sleep cocoon that's why i'm there
0: i can cocoon her it's called spooning it's what i do <laughs> what
4: spoon is greater you, than cocoon that's what you do are
0: you okay rank i'm hundred and fifty 350 pounds okay yep. i'm not i'm not okay. impressing anybody with my physique
4: can i say something but i'm
0: warm especially in the wintertime hmm.
4: I appreciate that you would like to be the human cocoon for your wife. Yes. I imagine, though, that you sleep heavily. Like, most dudes, when they're out, they sleep heavily. I'm not. If... You are spooning her and she's uncomfortable. She can't really move you off of her. So she may be trapped. I, okay, but I have that's, a, question. a <laughs> question. I have another question. <laughs> she needs to break free. I'm she can't smother my wife. <laughs> but we're smothered
1: with the
3: tuck-in sheet at the end. That's the thing. You can move the sheet. No, I can't, but it's it's a battle. You understand? I'm six, going to try yes, Here's Whatever what it, I, you are. I
0: can't do
4: that. Here's
3: what it is. I'm trapped. That's small. I'm standing up. You get there, and I'm you're literally My life needs
0: life alert.
3: We're ripping it apart. Help. Help. It's terrible. Get him off me. Cece, I need you to rank these three things. You got to rank it. Three things in your life. What's up? Spooning, broadcasting, playing football. Rank from best to worst. You said you are made to spoon. Ooh, ah. Give us
0: your big your now Are we talking about now or are we talking about well, I know about you're not the, playing the, now. Exactly. But okay. In your so prime I'm, I'm as say, a spooner? I'm going to say I'm going to say football one, okay? <laughs> spooning right underneath it Whoa. and then broadcasting. You're yeah. a, So what you're saying is in you're your prime as a spooner, yeah. you're better than your as a broadcaster. I will spoon the hell out of hell out of my wife. Yeah. Okay. Great spooner. <laughs>
3: Cece and I great will be spooning. spooning in the next segment. No, we to won't pr- either. Oh. No, we won't, no, won't either. Okay, we no, won't
0: No, we won't. No, we won't either. I ain't spooning with you. No, 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 Rob? no, no, Rob? No, 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 no. <laughs> we don't want people to get the wrong idea on this that, show. That went so no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's beyond unsportsmanlike. If I had two flags, I'll throw them right now.
4: You know, I didn't expect on a Tuesday us to be talking about Jeff Saturday's butt cheeks and us spooning. Like yeah. what, what a turn of events. Oh, I didn't
3: expect you to be giving headboard advice. So I gotta be honest that's on that. That's a great one. point. I didn't see that one coming in this morning That's See that one That's more surprising than the Otani deferral. You it
4: wrong.
0: <laughs> oh, we I, took it right. I don't know. We took it right. You just realized oh, you said it after I the don't body. know if I appreciate gonna... your phrasing on that one.
4: I'm just saying, you know, if you're like moving around at night and you, you are adjusting, adjusting your pillow, maybe, mm-hmm. and then you hit the wall. <laughs>
0: Let it go, smalls. Let it go. Just let, let, let it go. Let's what just... happened in the segment? <laughs> Pat, you started us off with headboards. Where did you think it was going <laughs> to go? I said I don't like headboards, and then I with you and Evan spooning. <laughs> no, we did. not No, it didn't end. No, stop saying that, Pat. He's we are not spooning. We <laughs> never spoon. We'll never spoon. Evan it's not going no, to happen. No, it's the not big next. It's not. Stop.
3: We already did it.
2: So goodness. He Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.
1: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America.